Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hey friends, before we jump into today's episode, I have a quick announcement for you about a new masterclass that I now have available to watch at any time you want. There's no need to schedule anything or show up live or anything like that. And it's my masterclass, Three Things Confident Doctors Never Do. And in the masterclass, I'm going to teach you the most common causes of self-doubt, which really I think will surprise you. And especially if you're a woman physician, these things are really going to hit home for you, I think. The next thing I'm going to go over for you is what no one ever told you about confidence. These are things that I didn't learn until just a few years ago. No one ever was going around teaching me these things in medical school or residency for sure. The next thing you're going to learn is what you must stop doing immediately in order to overcome self-doubt. And these are things that seem relatively harmless in the moment, but really have huge impacts on our confidence down the road. And the last thing I'm going to give you a glimpse of is how amazing your life can be when you're not doubting yourself. And even if this feels super far off for you right now, I think it's still worth watching this masterclass because what it's going to give you is actionable steps to take that confident doctors do every day. And it's going to really talk to you about those things that doctors who identify as confident, the things they're not doing on a day-to-day basis that maybe you've kind of fallen into the habit of doing. And I know these things firsthand because I've been there and I've done them all and I still sometimes fall victim to these things. So be sure to check out this masterclass. Like I said, it's free. You can watch it right away whenever you have a few moments and you'll also get a copy of it in your email. So you can go to www.kristinyatesdo.com forward slash masterclass to check that out. Hey there. So this week, we're going to talk about a concept that came up on a prior episode a few months back now, and it's distinguishing between fitting in versus belonging. So I wanted to talk more about the distinction because oftentimes our feelings of not fitting in increase our self-doubt. And I like to start with a few definitions so that we can really be clear and get on the same page about what these things actually mean and how they're different. So fitting in is defined as being socially compatible with other members of a group. And the definition of belonging is an affinity for a place or situation. And we're going to define affinity as a spontaneous or natural liking for something. So when we think about our social lives and our work lives, I think many of us talk about wanting to feel like we fit in. And for many of us, what this means is that we are similar to our peers, not standing out. We feel like we're part of a group. But if we go back to the definitions that I just said, I don't think that this is something that we really want in every aspect of our lives. It's nice to be socially compatible, but at what cost? And this is what I worry about. And I see oftentimes with the women I work with, and this has happened for me too. We are constantly having to dilute our true personality or sometimes even change who we are, depending on who we are surrounded by. What happens is we can lose sight of who we really are. And that's exactly what happened to me. 
I was so used to conforming to who others around me expected me to be that I didn't know who I was, what I wanted, and why I wanted it. And when this happens, when we lose sight of who we are, we are left feeling lost, resentful, and generally unhappy. So contrast that definition and the thought of what it really means to fit in to what it means to belong. And as we can see from the definition of belonging, which is an affinity for a place or situation, belonging starts from within. Fitting in is reliant upon other people. In order to be socially compatible with a member of a group or members of a group, that is reliant on what the group considers to be socially compatible, not just you. And belonging is reliant on what we, what our authentic preferences are and what we feel like and what we are drawn to and what we like. When we feel like we belong, we feel free. We feel like we can show up authentically as who we are, imperfections and all, and are accepted and loved. This can only happen when you accept and love yourself first. So we go through life, we go through medical school, and we're trying to make sure that we can, we don't stand out, we're as smart as everybody else, we're not making any waves, and we get really used to fitting in. And then what can happen as we grow and become attendings and try to figure out who we are in this world, fitting in might not feel good anymore. Or when we're struggling with imposter syndrome, we feel like no matter what we do, we don't fit in because we're a fraud. And some of that is substantiated because we don't know who we are. We don't really know what we like and when we don't like and what our goals are because we've been so used to hiding our who we are or diluting it for the sake of other people and for the sake of fitting in. So once you're able to shed all the masks and all the layers of who you think you're supposed to be, then you're able to learn to accept and love who you really are. And then you are able to go out and find groups and places and and close relationships that you feel like you naturally belong because you are aware of who you are. And this is a scary concept for many because most of us are convinced that if we allow others to see our true selves, imperfections and all, that no one will love us and we won't find love. And for humans, historically speaking, connection was required. Like we had to live in groups to survive and we rely on others so much to you know, hunt for food and find shelter. And it's it's terrifying for our primitive brains to think about being cast out from a group or for, for being not accepted for who we are. So this fear is real and it prevents many of us from learning and showing others who we are becoming. And what I can tell you from experience as I go through this process myself, every day I'm showing more and more of who I really am and the fear is still there. But what I do know is that maybe not everyone's going to love me, but there are a few people in my life who always will, no matter what, and maybe even who will love me even more because I'm showing up as my true self. And what I do know is that I love myself more and I accept myself more the more that I can be true to me and be true to who I am and what I want and what I don't want. 
So when imposter syndrome is in charge, belonging is a challenge because we are listening to the voice that tells us that we aren't enough. We got here by mistake and so on and so forth. So fitting in becomes this obsession because we crave the external validation and social proof that we really did make it. And the problem is that we will go on doubting ourselves until we decide not to, just like I've talked about before. This distinction must come from within. So making the transition from fitting in to actually belonging doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Like I said, I've been on this path now for almost four years, and I'm still learning something new every day. But here are a few things that will get you started on your journey if you feel like you're up for it. The first thing is to explore the characteristics that come from people-pleasing and the expectations that you think others have of you. The next thing would be to reflect on what you actually do enjoy spending your time on and what you don't. And then consider what you want out of your life. And Be daring and do this regardless of what other people, your job, or society might expect from you or find socially acceptable. So those are a few thoughts for this week. Send me an email, reach out to me on social media, tell me what your thoughts are about fitting in or belonging. Are there certain aspects of your life that you feel like you do belong? And are there certain aspects of your life that you still feel like you're wearing that mask? I feel like for me, there are certainly many aspects of my life that I feel more comfortable showing my true self than others. So I think that's totally normal. And when you can start to be onto yourself a little bit, then I think it's much easier to find that place where you can just belong no matter where you are or who you're with. Have a great week.